Welcome back to another episode of Checking In. I'm super excited to have in studio with us today, Carly Weeb of Eternal Timber. Thank you for coming in and spending time with Thank us. Thank you for having me. So, as always, uh, can you give me a, a share a bit of a background about you? You're from, born and raised? Uh, I moved here when I was six. Six, okay. So my, I, my dad was in oil. Mm. So I was born in Singapore. So I spent the first okay. six when lives. you said oil, I went Calgary, <laughs> oh, and you okay. tricked me and went yeah. Singapore. Yeah. So okay, we, so you were born in Singapore. Yeah. 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 So my parents uh, moved to Singapore, uh, lived there for nine years, and then I lived for six, and then my sister, three. And then when they were deciding on where to live in Canada, because they're from Saskatchewan, mm. they chose Kelowna. So when did you, and this is probably going to literally date you, but when did you, what year was it that they came to Kelowna? Oh, well, I was born in 78, plus six. So now I have to do math, 84, 84. Yeah. So the, the, yeah. the, the city is very small. Small. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of job opportunities and yeah. and opportunities. Yeah. So did when they moved back from yeah. Singapore, were they uh, did they go to get jobs at places? Were they retiring? No, uh, my dad started uh, crew change. So he'd come home for um, like maybe it was three weeks, four weeks, and then go to work for four weeks. So that oh, was okay. my gr my growing up was uh, my dad flew to. Worked all over um, Indonesia a lot, oh, wow. um, Saudi Arabia. I think he was in Yemen for quite a few years. So, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it was, um, yeah. So he just retired about five years ago. So okay. didn't come to Kelowna for jobs, just lifestyle. Which so many do, yeah. right? Yeah. Where else would you want to live? Yeah. So you grew up in the Okanagan. Yeah. And uh, I think you're, you, there's a hint in here. Oh, okay. I saw in your LinkedIn, yeah. a professional snowboarder. I did do that. So yeah. how'd, you, how'd you get into snowboarding? Well, our sort of uh, family activity in the winter, uh, Big White yep. is up there. So started skiing. And then um, a friend of mine asked me to try snowboarding. I absolutely hated it the first time. Absolutely hated it. Said I'd never do it again. And then I tried it again. And then I loved it. And then it just snowballed from there. So all sort of my, I was very athletic. So did lots of other sports, soccer, um, volleyball. Those were sort of my favorite, swimming. And then uh, when I realized there's an opportunity to make money at the sport that I really liked, um, so, but Big White was sort of my, my playground. Play yeah. Lots of good terrain and really good people. So um, you, you alluded to being very, well, you did, you said it being very active in, in a variety of sports, always sporty. Yes. Uh, has learnings and, and discipline in sports. Can you draw correlation to, to business and management and teamwork yeah yeah absolutely yeah. there's something to yeah. there's something to be said for 
the what sports brings to an individual that plays it when you have a, a goal even if it's a um, an individual sport it's a goal and you do whatever you can to complete that goal mm -hmm. and if you're working as a team it's just even that much more important because everyone else is sort of relying on you so it's um and you don't want to let each other down right yeah, yeah yeah and then when you get into the professional side of things and you have sponsors and they're relying on you to be good <laughs> sort of another extra layer to if i get this position or this um status um, i get more money so it's it's sort mm. of a win-win and just staying focused and I think there's some really good um, attributes to being an athlete or being part of something in doesn't have to be professional but even just being part of a, a, a team and doesn't hold true all the time but I think there's a lot of characteristics and traits that are uh, prevalent in, in in athletes that are transferable to business that competitiveness yeah. that grit that tenacity that mm -hmm. perseverance that resilience personal best resilience yeah. so i think that's i think that's yeah. interesting so so i'm curious because we have carly today which is the owner of eternal timber mm -hmm. and we've got an, a, a professional athlete yeah. and oil in like Saudi Arabia and yeah. other places, Singapore. Yeah. Where, how did we get here to there to here? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm missing. Yeah, well, um, my snowboard career took me fairly far. Um, it was definitely cut short. Um, I was kind of forced into retirement for injury reasons. Mm. So, um, but I think um, the experience from that, um, the loss, it took a long time to kind of figure out from that loss of, it's kind of it was my identity, it was my whole Gosh, world, it was yeah. kind of the only thing that I really wanted to do. Mm. Um, didn't have a backup plan, so it was one of those when it ended, um, yeah, I was pretty lost, so I tried, mm -hmm. um, I tried acting. Mm. Yep. So I went to school for acting. So that was fun, interesting. Um, you know, it was a it was a good experience. Um, living in Vancouver, I knew that I didn't want to be a part of that. So it was a, a good just kind of yeah, yeah. tried it out, sorted out. Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't. I knew um, maybe someday because there is some. Um, excitement you know we kind of talked about it before we started about the the butterflies mm -hmm. um, and that's you know taking that the competitive side of things the competition when you get you know even showing up here butterflies getting through it and here we are we're having a conversation mm -hmm. and you know still butterflies in my stomach but it feels Safe it space. feels good yeah, yeah. absolutely so from there, um, knew I didn't want to do that and then just came back to Kelowna, kind of just filled things out and, um, and then met my husband, got married, had kids. And then so through the marriage and kids, um, Sean uh, was a, a serial entrepreneur. Like okay. he just... I was trying to find the entrepreneurial connection. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, he... Um, 
you know, from a young age was um, very talented with wood. So that's sort of, you know, when you get out of school, it's, um, you know, where do you apply wood carpentry skills? You kind of either go to cabinetry or you go build homes. Mm -hmm. And so his, he was a framer for quite a few years. And then when I met him, um, he was expanding his business. And so we had his crew and then there was another crew. And so I just sort of helped him build that business. So we've been in business together for quite a long time. Mm -hmm. So um, almost married for 20 years. So Mm -hmm. congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So kind of in between all of that, um, you know, also wanting um, the stability wasn't too sure there was the reset like there's recession like there's just not consistent so um, I decided to uh, go to school back to school and do legal assistant Mm -hmm. so that's where I got that education children Um, kind of middle yeah Yeah. kids were born um, wasn't too sure kind of where things were going um, in the economy and Mm -hmm. I said it'd be great just to have a consistency in that and so I tried that out for a little bit, and uh, it was great, you know, having that consistency. But it was also I knew that just wasn't where I wanted to be. Um, I needed more in the growth, in the um, advancement. Um, I just felt like I needed more responsibility, and mm-hmm. I just wanted more. Um, so you know, going back to working with Sean and growing again, um, there's just something about being an entrepreneur that you, you can just keep going. So you're sitting at a desk, you're yeah. a legal assistant. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I think I'm hearing, again, if we layer in the, the, the sports parts, you're in control of your destiny. You get to set ridiculous goals and maybe reach them or come darn close and and you you wouldn't typically have that in a in a employment type of a position you wouldn't typically so was there was there a moment was there an aha moment or how did how did how did the was it a conversation at dinner where Sean went, Hey, let's make tables? Yeah. Or how where did this happen or how yeah. did it happen or do you even know? There there definitely is a moment where um, so sort of transitioning from the framing, we started a, a custom home building business. Um, we started working with um, post and beam, so we bought a sawmill, um, started cutting um, trees. Uh, so we used to supply um, uh, backyard structures, timber, yeah. timber structures, yeah. um, post and beam for um, other builders. So that was sort of how it sort of transitioned um, from framing to um, we bought a property in Oyama. We put our sawmill up there. So it was um, sort of, and the comp- the people we worked with to build those you know big elaborate backyard structures. Um, wanted furniture and so you know Sean had built furniture prior uh, to this um, but very you know for family you know for us like we had um, dining room tables and um, so it just sort of evolved from there and we um, it was kind of one we had a kind of a really good winter in that you know in construction you're 
winter's usually slow, but we were getting amped up for the spring and we had lots of um, uh, jobs on the go. And we just kind of thought of this plan, or we, I say Sean, um, and then kind of hearing him out and, and then doing, uh, I need the information. So lots of research is kind of how I go about um, sort of discovering what you know, feels comfortable. Um, and with Sean's entrepreneurial spirit, loves taking risks. <laughs> and so people, you know, they weren't too sure what we were doing. You're doing what? And back when we first opened in over eight years ago, there wasn't a lot of space available that we really um, could use. You know, yeah. we needed it. We needed a few boxes to be ticked, and you know, we were starting out, so it couldn't be, you know, the old CIBC bank building downtown. Yeah. You know, so we chose what fit in our budget as well as seeing the future of um, you know the industrial park by the airport. Mm -hmm. uh, we were the mm -hmm. first kind of few uh, along with um, Smalls Tile was there, mm -hmm. KT Stone was mm -hmm. there, um, uh, Colonial, uh, Eroco. so those sort of they were just they were the first. Almost like the anchors in a mall. Yes and they're still and there. Were, yes they yeah. are. And so you know and so are we. Um, so that's you know when we've grown We've shrunk and then we've grown again. Um, we shrunk um, kind of because of, it was just sort of where the evolution of our business was going in that moment. Um, the timing was perfect with COVID kind of showing mm. up and the world sort of stopping. Mm. Um, so we didn't have that extra overhead um, in the showroom space. Um, and But since then, we're so busy mm -hmm. and it's been just, wonderful um, our clients clients in Kelowna are just amazing like they they really appreciate um, the hard work uh, the artistry the craftsmanship um, that we bring and I think with um, everything that happened there's we sort of we started shopping locally you know like the intent was to shop locally um, because of the supply chain, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. a few other of those things contribute to that. And so we've just recently opened a new space. Congratulations. I did not know that. Yeah. So you're going to have two locations. So we have our, sh it's, um, our shops are in the same building, but we now have a showroom again. Mm, or okay. uh, We're calling it a furniture studio. That's what um, I like it where uh, it's where you can come and see where we we had the space before um, and then we kind of we shrunk and then we've grown again so I have this beautiful space I'd love to have you to come in I can't wait yeah. I can't wait to come and see it yeah. so how um, which one of you so Sean's the serial entrepreneur yeah I'm hearing uh, leaps 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 yeah and and you're more of the looker over the ledge before you take that jump so a little bit more conservative and yeah. that's that's typical yeah of, of female or women entrepreneurs yeah we are maybe a little bit more risk conscious or yeah. or, or adverse to risk so as you're in the business did you come in with uh 
goals and expectations of numbers you were going to sell, who you were going to work with, because again, you're already in a building group mm -hmm. that know you. So if you put your hand up and say, hey, we do some really neat furniture too, you probably have buyers or people that are listening. So you you had an audience that was that was knew you, liked you, trusted you. Yeah. Did you have, did you work off an official business plan and projections and are you analytical that way or is Sean analytical that way? Uh, we definitely had some planning, but a lot of just winging it. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with winging it. Yeah. And I, the more and more interviews that I do with yeah. businesses, I, I underlined um, by accident, and yeah. I, and that's a compliment. Yeah. Most businesses that I'm uh, speaking with and interviewing, they, they become successful yeah. because they're seeing an, a gap or an, an opening or an opportunity in the market, and they're just stepping into filling it. And, and someone said to me a couple of weeks ago, they're, they're building the plane as they're flying it. So yeah. it sounds like that was the... Yeah. And it's definitely, yeah, we didn't know, like when we first opened, we had goals and sort of a vision and a plan. Um, and that's just evolved over time. Um, when we first opened, it was kind of purely retail is sort of was our intention, going to make these really unique. I also knew in my heart that we needed some custom. Mm. We needed to go in that direction. Yep. And that has definitely been our, um, mm. you know, there's just, there's something to be said about being a part of the build of something. Like even a custom home or a custom mm -hmm. anything, mm -hmm. you're, um, you're, kind, yeah, unique. you're, you're, you're handing over your ideas and we're collaborating together and you know at, in the end it's this finished product that you're also proud of yeah. and so are we because we've you know put our quality and attention to detail into that design and so we have clients that um you know the wife jokes that the husband you know calls it his table and he's just so proud of it and it it's it's it feels really good to be a part of that um, conversation. And so, did Eternal Timber um, take advantage of? And I, I don't mean it in that context. Yeah. But were you fortunate enough to be in the receiving side as those two years during COVID, people weren't spending on obviously trips; yeah. they were spending on home and and the yeah. place that they were spending most time. Were you able to realize? a lot of work through that yes so yeah. we were definitely um very um fortunate to have because of the demographic that are our clients mm -hmm. um they were part of that where they weren't going on their trips they were sitting at home and they looked at their four walls and you know, let's change this up, let's mm -hmm. do this, or mm -hmm. let's build something new. Mm -hmm. um, so we were very fortunate to be a part of the, you know, it was definitely scary for quite a little bit, not really knowing yeah. what to expect. It was so scary. Yeah, uh, but once um, once people, you know, started feeling a little bit more comfortable with, you know, where the economy was going, um, we definitely benefited from that. and. Um, 
Yeah, so we stayed busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we Is there has has there been a shift in the business through either intentional or just by natural evolution? Has there been a shift that uh, you've moved to more customers out of market, or are you still very localized in the in the customer base? We're pretty mainly local. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have uh, quite a few clients that have. This is their second home, mm. and then their other home. So we're we've been uh, fortunate to repeat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, because we've been around for this long, mm-hmm. um, we have those replay clients um, who are building again. Um, every once in a while, we get um, you know just the odd. You know, we're doing a great big job in um, Langley. And, you know, it was just something that uh, they, because we're, you know, it's it's generally a Google search and um, there's lots of other people doing similar um, things, like similar designs and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, what we do. and, And so I feel, or I hope it's true that, you know, they could shop, you know, closer to home in, in the lower mainland, but they've chosen to shop with us. Um, we've shipped to Victoria, um, the island there, um, Edmonton, we've all the way to Ontario. Like it, mm. it's really, um, it, it, you know, the qualities there, I think our customer service is, is the, re- and the relationships that we build with those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so generally majority is the Okanagan, like as far as kind of Kamloops and then Penticton. So that's kind of our... Um, where we're where our market is at the moment and the majority of who we sell to so you're eight years in do you see celebrating a 15-year milestone and 20-year milestone or what's the future look like yes that's funny you ask because we Sean and I we talk about that you know our kids are 13 and 15 yeah Um, you know thinking about the future and what that looks like Um, definitely 15 Maybe check in at 15 and see oh. where we're at. Uh, where, yeah, I think Sean loves what he's doing. Um, I love what I do within the company and the partnership that we've um, just created over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely been uh, an adventure. Uh, as you you work with your husband mm-hmm. and um, I remember having actually I don't know if you remember this but having a conversation years ago I do, do you yes I do yeah about and I think I asked that question because you know we when you when you live together you're raising children together you're working together not mm-hmm. everybody can do it. No. And, and yeah. I do introduce Jim as my yeah. husband pre nine and post five <laughs> and my business partner nine to five because there's a different yeah. set of rules. Yes. And I, you know, I, I still remember it, you telling me that it was, you know, clear lines, clear. Mm-hmm. This is, this is what you do. This is what I do. Um, and then I, th- I think, you know, Sean and I are in a, a really nice sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's taken this long. Um, you know, I've been in and out of the business, um, and we've tried to replace me. Uh, and I, I'm kind of still the fit mm-hmm. <laughs> for, you know, the, the sort of the customer service, the face of the communication. And he's the, 
you know, you know, the marketing, the creative side of things, and he's everything else. Like, you know, he's the creative, he's the, you know, it, it wouldn't be Eternal Timber if it wasn't Sean. Like, he is the business. Yeah. Um, and it's been a great, you know, you know, ask me like five years ago, maybe I wouldn't have said this, but <laughs> we're in we're in a really good place, mm -hmm. and the business is flourishing. We're growing. Um, you know, I see in the future collaboration with other local artisans mm -hmm. that are complementary to what we do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the quality. There's lots of things. You know, when we bring our clients in, they're shopping with us, but hey, we can also offer you this offering um, and, you know, we're, if they don't have a space to share, because there's just something about physically touching Absolutely. a product, especially if it's um, a really, an investment, you know, these are higher end pieces and you're investing money into it. And again, I like the, the, the intentional location selection for you guys at the, at the uh, airport business park there because they, they, you can watch them. You'll watch, get in the vehicle, drive to Smalls, get in the vehicle, go to. Yes. So the, the granite stores, the kitchen yeah. stores, you have everything in that, yeah. in that area, in that hub really yeah. um, is complementary to the businesses that are in there. Yes, and it's still growing. Oh, mm -hmm. out there it's, mm -hmm. uh, there's still lots of development happening mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well uh, I think the city last year was a was a billion dollars in development permits so, wow. and they're on target for the same thing wow. for 2022 so lots of good stuff happening hoping uh, interest rates and inflation don't put a, a, a damper on the yeah. economy for too much longer yeah uh, and we hope we hope that the, the growth and positivity here in Kelowna continues. Yeah. Carly, thank yes. you so much for coming in and sharing with us on Internal Timber, and we can't wait to, you. for you to be celebrating your 10-year, your milestone of 10 years. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I can't wait to come to the showroom and see you. Yes. We'll send out invites and uh, have a little party. I like it. Good. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks.